Hi, welcome to Making Space. I'm Megan Greco. I'm a physical therapist and I'm with Kim Fleer, a mental health therapist. And we've come together to create this podcast called Making Space. Hey, Kim. Hey, Megan. I'm always so happy to be with you. And we decided to create this podcast because Megan and I on our own started having some, well, what we think are pretty cool conversations. where we would just be talking about what's going on from both a physical and mental health perspective. And we wanted to really make space for these conversations. So we decided to start getting together weekly and talking. And then we thought it would be cool if we recorded them so that we could share some of our thoughts with you guys and hopefully get some of your thoughts in as well. So we're very happy you're here and welcome to Making Space. Enter the playbook. So I brought up this uh, idea of like, we need a playbook to get through this time. And then Kim's like, what? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not really how I think. But tell me why why you want a playbook. What would it be? (laughs) I mean, come on. You open up the book. Here's all the plays, right? This is how you're going to score, right? So or this is how you're going to stop the other team. So the playbook is the answer. Well, well, all right. A few questions. Who's the other team? Okay. Ah, hmm. I would say COVID. Okay. In this scenario. Okay. Right? Uh, Yeah. And how to mentally and physically safeguard yourself. Okay. So, so what would you do? Tell me your playbook. What are you doing currently? Oh, shit. That's why I'm talking to you, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Kim? got no playbook, Megan. I just told you that. So what, what, what do you have? Any right. rituals? Do you have anything? Seriously? Do you that? that Seriously. Can you sane? Um, well, honestly, honestly, I have abandoned my rituals. Okay. Like for, for just a little bit. So I went into, you know, I see patients for a living. Right. So, and I touch them like, you know, like, it's not like, I mean, I can do it through zoom. I have, but like, it is really pretty effective when I'm with the person one-on-one. So I went into kind of like, all right, I'm going to change my business model. This is what I'm going to do. Like I was just already like, let me reach out to all these things. And then I was like, I'm going to take care of my kids. This is how I'm going to do it. And I just got into this like mode of like, I do this and then this will happen. But I've abandoned like prayer. I've abandoned consistent workouts. I've abandoned making food and like the past like month I've been like all right let's just quickly put it together because I feel like um it was really good during the pandemic we were like you know just as we normally do make great meals you know but this past month I'm like okay it's going on too long (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) so I need to like slow it down get back into that you know that good space that keeps me grounded I have forgotten about those things I'm assuming it hasn't gone well for getting it has not things, gone well. I don't no. really I'm definitely like, like <laughs> yesterday, I, re- I have very little patience with my kids and I'm trying to fake it, you know? And then finally <laughs> no, I'm like, know. <laughs> I know, like in my mind, I'm like, I can't hear you anymore. Like, I'm just like so full. It's like, can't you see this stuff just leaking out of my ears? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm like that cartoon with the smoke coming out of the ears, you know? The hamster in the wheel. Yeah. When I used to teach first grade, <laughs> the other teacher and I, my co-teacher, we used to joke that we would be like, we would pretend that our desk was an island and there was a moat around the island. <laughs> and we would want to say to the kids, 
just do not cross the moat for 15 <laughs> minutes. You know, <laughs> we yeah. need 15 minutes on the island. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, I. What do you think? Are is, you being? Do you feel like you're being good about your rituals? Well, right now I am, but I'll tell you that it's because of the the school of hard knocks. Like, have I been through times where I haven't been? Yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of the time. And what I've learned, and I'm also like, so you're 40, what are you, 40? 43. Okay, and I'm 52. So I'm almost 10 years older. So, you know, I've learned over time that if I don't do some form of these things, just what you're saying, like, yeah. it doesn't go well. That's why I said, I'm assuming it's not going well, because I've learned right. that for sure. So right. I have... I would say for the last maybe, but part of it also, I'm working right now part-time. So that, right. that does allow me to put more stuff in um, that kind of keeps me going. But I also think that a lot of these things we say, like we can't do them, there's no time. But right. like you're saying, like the truth is we can do them. We can. It might be, you know, you might have to really sit and think through how you're going to do them. But the thing is you have to at some point choose, like because the price is high for not doing them and the price is high for doing them. Absolutely. So for me, what I've kind of landed on that keeps me going is some version of four practices, okay, that I have in my life. So one is outdoor I'm taking notes. I'm outdoor taking exercise. Notes. So okay. you already have that one. So like, I, but you know, I'm not as much of an athlete as you are, but I do either walk or I, I sometimes do some version of a run. It might be, <laughs> you might call it a, a fast walk, Megan, but it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm moving my body in some way. So that's one thing. And if I, I, like and I, I do, I always do that outside, I, even okay. though I want to say like, I, cause I can hear it right now. I'm terribly allergic right now. And I can hear, and I'm listening to myself. I'm, I'm like, why am I so stuffy? Oh my God, maybe I'm dying. And then I remembered, oh no, it's because you went for a run this morning. Right. So it's like, you know, but to me, the price of being outside is worth it. Like it's so mm -hmm. restorative to get outdoors right now. So mm -hmm. that's one thing practice. The second practice for me is, is meditating. And this is a really hard practice for me. I don't come to this naturally. I'm a pretty fast thinker and a fast talker and my mind moves, moves. And so meditation is of course so good for me, but also really, really difficult. So I tend to use guided meditations to help me. Mm -hmm. um, or I'll use, I'm getting better at being able to just sit you know, with music on, but that's a work in progress. And I, you know, but that practice I think is important. All my teachers do it. So I just kind of trust it. And then the third practice that I do is writing. So okay. that's just personal for me because that's the way I, I get my feelings out. And lately it's just been a, it's a free write for me. So I, I've been writing poems and they're not good poems and I'm not sharing them with you, but they're, but they're right. They're a way to get out my feelings in a way that like, I don't even know I'm feeling something sometimes and right. I just work it out through, through that. Mm. Um, and then the last for me is yoga. So mm. the practice of yoga for me has been healing from this time I started it, which now is about 18 years ago. And I've done it ever since I haven't stopped because it's just, I need it. Like I knew I needed it as soon as I started it. It's really but what's funny is I had started it earlier and not even really liked it. But then I think it's finding the right teacher and, mm -hmm. and also probably the right time in my life. Right. But um, I was in my thirties and I just was, you know, stressed like everybody working full time, a couple of kids and I found yoga. And for me, that's kind of like, 
it's that mind, body, spirit piece where it kind of brings it all together. And, and I have a great teacher now at yoga center of Columbia. So anyways, if I do at least one of those practices in a day, it's a better day, but some days, I mean, I try to hit as many of them as I can. Right. So, you know, obviously life is busy and you're not going to always be able to do all that stuff, but none of the, they don't, they don't have to take a lot of time, any of them. Right. You can do any of those things in like 15 or 20 minutes. Right. Um, You know, and you can do them for longer. It just depends on what time you have. And then I guess also like reading and, you know, reflecting, but that just kind of happens naturally as I'm listening to things or reading before bed or whatever. But those are the things that I feel like keep me going when I'm having rough, rough days. Right. And I have used them during this time, actually. And do you ever use accountability partner or anything like that? Or is that just something internal to you that you just do for you and you don't need any prompting? I mean, I guess some of it, this now is internal. I, I, I do this for me right? and I don't need prompting because honestly it's self-rewarding. Right. But, but I have like, like the run I did today, I was with two friends and would I have gone out and done that run without this? Right. Uh, no. Right. <laughs> a big fat no. Right. So I definitely need accountability partners for yeah. but I don't really, and like yoga, I take a class. Why do I take a class? Because even though I'm a teacher of yoga, I can't put myself through as good of a practice as a teacher can do for me. Right. It's right. Like a, so, so that's my accountability partner, I guess you could say like I'd sign up and I take a class with a teacher. Right. And I know I'll be there because, you know, and then, you know, I run with my friends. So yeah, a little bit of yes and no, I guess. Yeah. I think that's what's crucial. And I talk to like my patients in my practice about this, about like finding your team, like I'm part of their team. But I do think that just ordinary people need a team. I have a friend, Randy. She literally texts me every morning after she works out with a sweaty selfie. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing this morning? And, or she says, hey, I, I haven't drank a lot of water. Have you? And I'm like, no, I guess I'm, I'm wearing this mask all the time. I'm not drinking a lot of water, right? She's like, let's chug right now. She'll video herself chugging water. That's awesome. I know. And send it to me. And I video myself chugging. Like, my kids are like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm video- hello, I'm videoing myself chugging water. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you? you That's I mean? fantastic. I know. But it's like, you know, it's like you got to sometimes, I know for me, you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but you know, again, I put myself last. I say, this is what I want to be. And honestly, you know, this is really, it is really sad, but I think about my eulogy a lot. And I think about like, what would they say about me? Like, or who do I want to be remembered as? And I do try to, I, I haven't made those choices in the last couple of weeks. Cause I'm just like, feel like I'm like this at the back of the ledge, you know, on the ledge of the cliff there. But I do want to be remembered as a person who does have, or is like follows through on what they're trying to achieve. You know, so I do try to create some type of partnership with people to meet those goals. I love it. I mean, I think that's, I think that's really cool. I really do. I, I did a, um, I did a women's circle. I started a women's circle a couple of years ago and we would meet um, every month. We did it for about four years. And the one regret I have is that I didn't do that with a partner. Mm. because it, I remember reading a book about starting a circle and it said, you should always have a partner. And I was well, what's like, circle? what's that? Like, well, I've been part of that Howard County women's circle, but I didn't know. What, no, no, no. This is something else. Okay. Um, this is, this is, um, so I read, well, let me just finish. So I read that quote about you should all have a partner. And I was, I remember thinking like, Oh no, you know, like, it'll just be easier for me to do it. Right. And it's, and it's like never a good idea. Like if someone says you should have a partner, you should right. 
I know. You know? Yeah. And that and would have been a better circle. Um, this was really something. So I, this was based on a, a man that I love named Parker Palmer. He's an educator and a Quaker and a writer and an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. And he, one of the, the, you know, the Quakers have a lot of practices that are like reflective. And one of the things that he has probably came out of his Quaker kind of background was that he starts these things called, um, they're some kind of circle. I'm just forgetting the name right now. But basically, it's, it's just a way of kind of coming together as people. And you might look at a piece of art, or you might listen to a song or read a poem. And then you just talk about, it's called the third point, you talk about that thing without necessarily talking over each other. So like, you might say something, and I don't have to really respond to what you're saying. I kind of trust that you're just saying what you need to say, and your kind of soul is working something out. And so then I would, I would make a comment and the comment is just kind of left. So it's a different, it's just a different way of interacting. And I, I just gathered a bunch of women together that are all awesome women. And we just experimented with it for a few years. And it was, it was very cool. It was a very cool experience, but I do wish that I had done it with a partner. Oh, circles of trust. I was just looking up what they're called. Circles of trust is what he calls them. And you wanted a partner to what? Keep you going? Start the circle. Yeah. It's just, it's just because I think to, yeah, to bounce ideas off of, mm-hmm. to kind of check sometimes, like to have a check-in with, um, mm-hmm. hey, maybe that's going to work, maybe it's not, you know, um, just I, it would have been nice to have a, another person to, to carry that with kind of, it was a bit of weight to to run that circle to kind of try to, I was in it and I was trying to host it. And so, so I like, I like very much having an accountability partner Mm -hmm. so you and I can be accountability partners for I love it well you know just honestly making this space like this time you know it's Fridays at two like it is this is probably one of the most beneficial times in my week to just like stop my brain for a second and talk about other things and things that will help us get through this time maybe this will be this podcast will be another circle of people you know we can do the same types of things and be each other's accountability partners. I like it, Megan. And so, so can you, and, and I feel the same way, by the way, about the space that you're, you know, I appreciate you making the space for me too, you know, by, by creating the time in your schedule. So can you end us today by maybe talking a little bit about what we were thinking we would talk about in our next podcast. Yeah. So you had already alluded to it since you stole my line. Uh, oh, what did I steal? <laughs> I'll do it every time. That's right. I even made this like really pretty Venn diagram. Oh, that's like, right. Perfectly. Right. Okay. Yes. You made me redo it. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, no, what we're going to talk about is like my, we're talking about the playbook, right? maybe not so concretely, maybe abstractly, you know, how do we get our mind, body, and spirit working, working through this time? And, you know, we're going to bring up some things that maybe we're doing, you know, maybe next, maybe by the next podcast, I'll be sleeping. And maybe I'll have worked out every day. Like I tell my patients to do. (laughs) Maybe I'll be sipping a green smoothie. Maybe I'll stop eating ice cream every day. I know, maybe you'll stop. I don't foresee that, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Things could happen. Well, I want to explain. I never really explained why the word playbook doesn't resonate with me because it's partially because I'm not an athlete as much as you are, right? So that term just isn't. But I think it's also like, I just tend to be more like a, 
a circuitous person, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a wind around to things. Like, I just don't think a lot happens in a, like, well, if we all just did this, then like a lin- yeah, linear way, uh-huh. in a linear way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm fascinated by this playbook idea that could there really be a playbook we could follow? Like, yeah. I think that would be awesome if there was. Right. I wish someone had told me about it a long time ago. So I think right. it's cool that we can kind of play with it and see what we can come up with. Yeah, but you know what? Now that you said that, I'm like, great. Now there's no playbook. I know. I, I know there's <laughs> not a playbook. Maybe there will be. Maybe there will be. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what? Maybe not like the exact answer, but at least something like some guidelines to be like, hey, let's at least just check in the, these ways. Let's read good material. Let's do the best we can. Things will just shake out as they're supposed to. But yeah. At least, like, let's live, let's continue living the way that we are choosing to live right now in these uncertain times. Yeah. Since we have no choice. I know. Let's figure it out. We got no choice. We've got no choice but to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> so let's make a playbook. I like it. No. And then I'm just going to throw this in. I think I'm going to homeschool my kids next year. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. So let's okay. do all this while we're homeschooling. Excellent. Good okay. plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We might need to have some wine in the playbook, Megan. Absolutely. That'll be at like 1130 in the morning. Okay. You guys can't see. I'm on Zoom, but Megan can see me. And like, I had to move because my son walked in the room while we were recording this and I knew it was going to be loud. So now I walked out and now I can't get comfortable. So I just keep moving the camera. <laughs> Poor Megan's probably getting seasick. I can't get comfortable. I don't even have a chair. I'm in my bedroom for God's sake. This is how we live now though, right? This I know. Is it is. Yeah. I'm like I'm... hovered in a corner of my bedroom trying to do a podcast. That's, that's it. I know. But you know what? This is the whole point. We're just going to roll with it because this is life. We're going to figure it out. You got it. Accountability partners. You got it. All right. So mind, body, spirit playbook coming at you next podcast. (laughs) Okay, Megan, you go write that puppy. (laughs) I'm working on it right now. X's nose. (laughs) I look forward to hearing it. (laughs) Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye everybody.